The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. Broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's home in New Hampshire. This is the Ashholes Podcast. And today, don't be afraid of the dark cigars. Yeah. And this is uh, when a lot of people are afraid of Maduro cigars. Maduro, uh, what people think are the dark cigars, therefore they're strong. Mm-hmm. You know what Maduro means, the word? It means mature. anger. That's why Maduro Dave. Is no, it does Dave. not. It's mature. Right? Ripe. Ripe, correct. Mature, ripe. So it's ripe. So when, when they say... Uh, Maduro Dave, they mean ripe Dave. He's mature and ripe. <laughs> mature. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's he, it. He's mature. That's what they're going with. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so, um, Dan, what, what you you choose the cigars each time. Yep. I'm looking at a cigar that isn't all that dark, but yeah. We well, here? we have the Rocky Patel Dark Star hmm. Toro. So the this, star, the star is dark, and even the star on the band isn't even that dark. No, no, it's it's, it's got some weight in it. And when I went to the trade show booth this year and I saw this new product, mm-hmm. and by the way, Rocky Patel's been killing it out of his Nicaraguan factory. Oh, yeah. And um, I said, I'm going to try it, but I was expecting it to be a lot darker than this. Mm-hmm. And it is it is not all that dark. So what is the makeup of it? So this is a cigar with a Honduran Corojo wrapper with binder from Nicaragua and then filler tobaccos from Honduras and Paraguay. I never heard of that. Paraguay. Paraguay. Hmm. Yes, Paraguay. Which it's a country. Is the, you know? It's like Peruvian, yeah. where sometimes it's there, yeah. sometimes it's not. Yeah. So people are trying this. Let me sneak this right. oddball. Zimbabwe. Yes. Uh, over the years, there's been a lot of different things. There was a little thing of Italian tobacco going in there sure. for a while. Um, I think somebody tried Irish tobacco mm, that's before, and it never it never catches it's on. Irish. Irish. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know? I think they tend to put so little that you don't taste it anyway. Yeah, yeah. So they, they got a deal on it, and they figure yeah. here's yeah. the gimmick. But another, if, if another thing I'll say about this is Rocky Patel uh, has some sort of deal with the band makers, yeah, uh, because he puts on so many bands on this one three. But he's covered the cigar with bands yeah. before. Three, I've but seen, at least it's not that covered. Like this one's, you know, it's a reasonable size. It's not yeah, yeah, covering right. the entire he, cigar. Yeah, like, to oh, throw no. the foot band on. Yeah, too. yeah. Just to but they look you. good. I like. I like. I've seen his bands in production before. They do a good job. I'm not a fan of the foot band. It, it can only lead to trouble. Really, <laughs> what kind of trouble? I get well, it when it comes to uncellophane cigars, but this one was yeah. cellophane on top of it, so it's well, so done, protected. Then. Right. It's like yeah. sometimes they have glue issues on the footband and it's not true. like you can warm it up. That's true. And, yeah. Well, if you want to check out this new cigar from Rocky Patel, the Dark Star, you can find the Toro size for eleven sixty nine a single or two oh six for a box of twenty at two guyscigars.com. That is the number two guyscigars.com. Footband is like uh, suspenders in a belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I like that. You better taste this. Yeah. Not a ton on the cold draw. Slight sweetness, like a raisiny, but not not very strong. Cardboard with some sugar on it. Uh, <laughs> sugar, a little bit of sugar sweetness on the cardboard. Oh, what an electric! What <laughs> an electric! The, ra- the raisin box. You know? Jeez. Yeah. Makes you want to try it, doesn't it? Oh my god! 
Holy shit. I'm, I'm going to go to twoguyscigars.com right now and well, get that cardboard. Based, so. on the, based on the cold draw. But the cold draw doesn't mean anything. No, what really matters is the one draw. That's a law. Is it really? I heard, you, I heard you're trying to get rid of that. Yeah, I heard yeah. there was some actual slander. Very recently. <laughs> Saying it to which, you. Which, because it's so tough. When, I, when I, I try to do it all the time now. Like, I mean, I'm off the show, and then I, I'm on the other show. They take one draw, and I go, it's so ridiculous of it one is. draw that's but I feel like this was, 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 was this your own creation, one draw that's it, the law? I think so. I feel so, like, yeah. Like, there was a drum in the other room, and well, my musical the, thing. Yeah. It was inspired by the pizza. Yes. Yeah, yeah uh, by Portnoy. Yeah. You're uh, killing your own creation, man. That was a fun day. He just comes walking in. I'm working here on the side yeah, doing another show. On a drum. He comes walking in. He's just holding a drum, smiling. I'm like, what is happening? He's like, we're just going to do this real quick. I was like, okay, I'm here for it. Because you'll hear all our voices. Yeah, yeah. me, Ed, and, and Dave. Yeah, yeah, it was us three. Yeah, it was fun. Right, and we're still yeah. here. Bang we're still the here. Yeah. There you go. All right, fun. I believe it's time to light our cigars, brought to you by Perdomo, the hottest brand in the land. A company founded on quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. One draw, that's the law. 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 law. It's brought to you by Abuelo Cigars. You're going to live under my roof? You're going to play by my rules. Abuelo Cigars. So you getting burnt cardboard now, Ed? No. Okay, good. I didn't think so. It tastes better than that. Yeah. Nice draw. Maybe a little. I feel like Rocky's stuff always has a great draw. Yeah. It's one of the things I like about Rocky's cigars. It doesn't matter what you smoke. You're never going to really have a draw on issue ever. And he, and he makes so many cigars. But that Nicaraguan factory, it's it's really putting out some yeah. stuff. Mm. And some stuff for other manufacturers as well, right? Yes. So today, um, the topic is don't be afraid of the dock. Uh Dan and I prefer milder cigars, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean it has to be Connecticut all the time. And Ed and Aaron like dark cigars, but not always strong cigars. Mm-hmm. Not always. Um, so um, the cigar's name in this case is Dark Star, and I think people will also think that the cigar is strong just because it says dark. Mm-hmm. Dark is strong. Mm-hmm. Right. And and in retail all these years, that's what we see. So should you avoid cigars based on the name? If it's something said firecracker, for instance, oh, it's too strong. I don't want to try. Yeah. Yet they just came out with a Connecticut firecracker. Therefore, it doesn't have to be strong. Or something is dark or black. Yeah, uh, but, you know, then I always think of the, the Lagiano Maduro. Not strong at all. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Very sweet. Mm-hmm. And As it should be because it's mature tobacco and it's mm-hmm. not. Yeah. There's plenty of exceptions to the rule. But manufacturers, and I know for a fact because I talked to a lot of, lot of them about this, that they said to me that the consumer in the United States believes that dark is strong. Yeah. yeah. The word, and the color, whatever it is, listen. is strong. Therefore, when they put out dark cigars that were milder cigars – the customer did we're not like it. Yep. They were disappointed. Mm. And the customer that would like it refused to buy it because it was dark. Yep. So yep. they said, 
we got into give them what they want. They think it's strong, therefore make it strong. Put more Lajero, which is the top priming of the tobacco mm-hmm. leaves as filler. Put more of that in it. Give them a stronger cigar than the lighter version, even though it would not be stronger. Right. But that's what they're expecting, so give them. And I, I, you can't blame I mean, them. Traditionally and historically, they have made Maduro's stronger. They did. Mm-hmm. They ended up making that change. But back in the day, and we were talking to Chef Charlie about it earlier, of the Connecticut broadleaf cigars, Connecticut yeah. cigars, they used to call them. And they were broadleaf Maduro cigars, dark, right. and they were sweet and aromatic and delicious, but, and they were the last again, thing strong. Then again, even the mild cigars were milder in those days. Mm, so right. comparatively, they were stronger, but not a killer strong yeah. cigar. But that's when you could taste... Broadleaf. Sweet, delicious. And you know what? It, it isn't as good today as it was then. And I'll tell you the only reason why is because of the wrap, the binder and filler that they put in. They're putting higher primings on stronger tobacco, taking away from right. the, powering. Yeah. the wow. taste of that broadleaf. If you want a traditional one, Chef and I love those topper anniversary. Oh, yeah. I mean, that really is what they used the, to yep. be. And that's why they do it. And, it. and it's a milder filler and binder. And they, really, they're really highlighting yeah. the, the wrapper on it. If you end up taking broadleaf and you put strong tobacco in it, you've mm-hmm. taken away. Yeah. Do you remember um, um, Cusano's Killer Cameroon? Yeah. So Cameroon was all hot in those days. We're, we're in the early mid-90s. And Cameroon is, is the shit. Everybody wants it. Hard to get as it is today. But it was a sweet. Cameroon was a seemed sweeter in those days, and maybe it's for the same reason. And he said, "Let me make a killer Cameroon, a strong Cameroon, Cameroon. cigar." In those days, Partagas mm-hmm. was a Cameroon cigar. Yep. A Toro Fuente was a Cameroon cigar. Um, it was a handful of different cigars that used Cameroon cigars on the regular, and they tended to be milder cigars with Cameroon, and they tasted sweet. And he does kill a Cameroon, which is a strong cigar with Cameroon, and you didn't taste Cameroon anymore. So that cigar had no taste of Cameroon, which was a wasted product in there. And I don't think it ever stopped. Even today, I would say Fuente cigars are stronger than they used to be. Sure. Mm -hmm. And they're juicing up the filler and binder, and you're not tasting the Cameroon. Cameroon belongs on a light blend, and then you can taste it. Whenever, whenever you want to taste the wrapper, the best you possibly can is you have to put the binder and filler milder, and then it'll bring the flavor of right. the wrapper out, including broadleaf. Broadleaf today is used on stronger cigars. Yeah. Now, if you look at something like San Andreas, it makes more sense to put a stronger blend in there. Cause, Earthy component to it. Yeah, right? and it, it's got a minerally, so yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't necessarily shine on its own the way a Connecticut Broadleaf yeah. can. So back to, you know that I like milder cigars, and I ask, you know, okay, I want to do La Giana, and I want it to be Maduro, and I want it to be the milder, um, yep. inside and boy what a fight and it was a <laughs> fight then and it's a fight still to, to this day that they want to juice it up more you'll sell more if you pour more strength in it but then you're not going to end up tasting it yeah. I only no. wish it was broadleaf it never was broadleaf no. if if I could possibly have made that broadleaf and had this I think it would be the tastiest 
one that's there. Yeah, but it also fits within, like, and this is another component of you know the darker cigars. Um, you know, don't not being afraid of them is. Yeah, the Lagiana is a very. It looks dark, but everything about the packaging, the the band, the mm. box, it doesn't scream like this is going to blow your face no, right. off. Doesn't say it, pissed off on it. it or yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> like they they went on the nose, which you should like. Pissed off, Christoph. Black band, red writing, like everything mm. that you can say. This is going to be strong. And I think sometimes what gets lost is even something like this. It's called Dark Star, but everything is white. So maybe they're trying to explain <laughs> to you that, okay, it's going to be lighter because normally white band, lighter cigar, darker cigar, you're going to use a black band, maybe gold accent, stuff like that. You, you know, if you want something to be perceived as a cigar maker to be strong, put it in red, put it in, make it yeah. look darker. Mm-hmm. Or if you want it to be lighter, make it look lighter. It's, it depends on what your objective is. And I think that's part of the issue with not being afraid of darker cigars is because that direction of the marketing was lost somewhere along the way. Yeah. And then a cigar kind of gets they, lost they, in the ether. At, at the beginning, these guys were farmers. and they was, There was no yeah. marketing involved with, with cigars at all, especially in the 80s, uh, let me tell you for sure. Did you ever smoke, either of you two guys, uh, Aaron or Dan, because I know Ed did, but Henry Clay mm. back in the day as yeah. broad as a broadleaf cigar? Yeah. No, not as a broadleaf. Mm. Yeah. Another mild filler yep. that was in there. It wasn't a strong cigar at all, but boy, it tasted great. Yeah. Mm. But every, they feel like they need to juice these things up and yeah. take away mm. the, the flavor of it. So no. my goal now is going to be if somebody would sell me some broadleaf, that's the problem. Yeah. But to make <laughs> a mild know. cigar and yeah. use broadleaf well, on it, I think would have our answer well, do you to think, what we were talking about earlier. Talk about a broadleaf cigar. Do you think like Liga Privada, which is, you know the number nine is a Connecticut broadleaf? Do you th- I don't think that's a strong cigar to Very me. Very strong. You think so? Mm. I think it's more media. It looks, strong, it, it's per, the perception is strong. Whereas versus like an Antonio Dark Corojo, the strongest. That's probably the strongest yeah. cigar. But again, no. black band, yes. gold foil, like everything's saying mm-hmm. to you, it's strong. But it the, was good. another good mild Maduro is the Avo that you like. Yes, I don't yeah. think that's broadleaf, though, is it? No, I don't no. Think so. no, no, it's not. Um, there was a cigar um, that meant devil in. Um, Diablo? Spanish Diablo. <laughs> it was General Cigar that put Diablo mm. out. Oh yeah. And now there's a Punch Diablo because mm-hmm. that's their trademark name to gotcha. begin with. Because but when they did it, it was a black box. It had a red chili pepper on yeah. the box. Everyone thought, oh, this is going to be a killer. It, it was supposed to be, and they advertised it that way. And the cigar came in, and let me tell you, it was a great value cigar. It was some three dollars, maybe to yeah. six dollars at the time. But- it didn't even hit medium, I don't think. Well, man. that was the problem. And when I tell you this cigar came in and went out in the same season, and they put a lot of money behind it. They had a little bobblehead dolls, and they had all yeah. kinds oh, of stuff yeah. with it. They put a ton of money it. into it. And I, I remember Edgar Kalman, who owned General Cigar at the time, he goes, what is going wrong with this cigar? How come it, everywhere it just mm. would not sell? He sold it to the stores, but he couldn't get a second order the out of it. Didn't yeah. So I said, I know exactly the problem that happened with this because I'm working the floor at the time. And I said, everybody that this would like this cigar will not even try it because it's got the devil on it. It's got the chili pepper <laughs> on it. It's a black box. It says that it's strong. It's Diablo. Scary. And they're scared of it. 
Don't yeah. be don't be afraid of it. I would say to them, and right. they go, "No, no, I'm not even going to try it." And I go, yeah. "It's four dollars. Just try the robusto for <laughs> yeah. four dollars. I I know you're going to love it." Nope, not even going to try it. Man. And the guy that would not like it because he's looking for a strong cigar bought it once mm-hmm. and said, "What the hell's with you that?" He alienated both audiences. That, yeah. And it was a complete loser. They later on came out with it as a punch Diablo. Yeah. I don't know if that was a strong cigar. or that, it, that- it sold pretty well when I had it, the, the one they re-released maybe like four or five years mm. ago. It did well. They, it was at a time where they were kind of like point, shoot, aim. Like yes. There was a lot of different things they were trying with all of their different brands at that point. So you it kind of got lost, but company, it did well. They've, they've been doing that for a few years now that there's a new – product from them every single week mm-hmm. that they have something well when you have out. 47 brands yeah you know it's kind of part of the unfortunately part right. of the cycle but chinese takeout containers yes, yes. but again when you do that it the problem is is if you okay the objective is i want to make a dark cigar like it, it the tobacco has to match the marketing and if you're like oh it's going to be this really strong spicy thing and then you make everything baby blue or you make it what like people aren't going to associate yeah. it with it or the opposite way if they did it right beautiful you're 100% right to yeah. do it but you're going to take the point of the company to say that they market this properly right. so your only way to do it is to actually go into your brick and mortar store and ask the questions. And Correct. it's a new cigar. What's wrong with asking the question? You don't want to feel like you don't know what you're talking oh, about you or something. You should because you're going to buy that cigar yeah. that you expect it to be full-bodied. It's not. Or expect yeah. it to be mild, but it's not. And the other part of it, too, is and I'm sure you've seen this on some of the factory tours you've been on. Uh, I know, Ed, you've been on factory tour. Have you been on a factory tour? No. But you know because you've smoked as long as you have. Mm-hmm. When I did the Davidoff factory tour right above one of their sorting rooms, they have a shadow box, and it has it's all it's ten different special R's going from almost you know as black as this yeah. to almost translucent, and it's the same cigar. So sometimes you can have a cigar that traditionally maybe is a it's a Connecticut wrapper that looks milder, but yeah. for some reason it's a little bit darker. Well, so. they used to not. Yeah. They used to have them color, and I remember going there, and they would have a range of color that would be allowed. Now you don't right. know when you put a wrapper on until it dries of what it becomes. Mm-hmm. So back in those days, it was awesome because the cigars had to go somewhere after that. Point. Correct. And they became other brands. Mm-hmm. And you could buy other brands if you knew what was going on, and you'd be yes. buying a Davidoff that was too light or too dark, two, two separate brands, and you could smoke it for a fraction of the price under a different label. Yep. So they sold off their two lights to one person, the two docks to another person, and there you had it. Yep. And uh, it I happened. I know the name of one of those brands. Yes. <laughs> and uh, listen, I was right behind it. I couldn't believe it the first yeah. time I ever tried it, and I knew yeah. what I was smoking. And, you know, hey, you can't say it. You can't do anything no. on this. Um, we see less of that, that we are now accepting this Broad yeah. range of wrapper. When you look at Padron, I open a box of Padron um, Natural, and it's pretty dark. I open a box of Padron Maduro, it's light. and it's pretty light. And did they put it in the wrong box or whatever they were sorting that day? These were the light we, ones. These were the dark ones. When we did the New England Scar Expo last year, we're putting together all the packages. 
and we got every all the cigars in to do yeah. everything. So now, now you got the, thousands of cigars you're looking <laughs> and at. And we're like, which one is which? And they were denoted by like just a mark, like a small, subtle mark somewhere mm-hmm. on the the packaging. But it's like if you asked a regular person, they would have no yeah, idea what the difference no. was. But. And, the, and the, honestly, the difference between there is just color sorted yeah. the day the day that is or what's <laughs> being ordered. you got to imagine that, geez, we're getting a lot of orders from Maduro. And we only have this many cigars. Well, we'll go a little to the left yeah. of here, and that's, that'll be good yeah. enough. That, that's always a problem when you're trying to refill boxes in mm. the store, mm. and nothing matches. And then yeah. people, well, yeah. what's wrong with these? Well, well there's nothing especially, wrong with those. we got to go by the barcode yeah. so often that we have to look at the and barcode. And especially you see it now more than ever. I think you see the first release of something, it's a certain color, and mm-hmm. then the next batch comes in, you're like, this isn't the same product, it's, right? You know, but that's why it's like if you, at the first glance you see something and it speaks to you for whatever reason, even if it's out of your color uh, or strength profile, you're not sure. Just give it a shot. If you think it may be good, it probably is. Hmm. All right, we're smoking the Dark Star uh, by Rocky Patel. Not so dark, not so scary, not so strong. No. All right, so let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll have letters in the mailbox, top five, and the six pack. Only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouthwatering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds, cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganorsa Leaf different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganorsa Leaf. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurio tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davroff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davroff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. Flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars. Cigar adventures to a wider world. Agent Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. Is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, Every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. And we're back live in the Studio 21 Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We're smoking the Dark Star by Rocky Patel. And if you want to send us an email, it's theassholepodcast at gmail.com. 
or go to theassholes.net and use the contact us. Mm. Here we go. You got letters in the mailbox? We do have a letter in the mailbox. All right. A letter. Incoming! There's a letter in your mailbox. You got mail. Now, I think this person's a little confused because the name is anonymous at anonymous.net. So, there we go. So uh, mm. I'm not sure what they're getting at. Do you have a confession for us? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Subject is March 14th. Okay, very strange. Uh, I can appreciate that you have an episode discussing Valentine's Day. Looking forward to seeing the episode celebrating March 14th and what cigar to pair with the holiday. Cheers. So that's Pi Day. Was that a riddle? It, it reads like that. Riddle me this. I, pie Day. I, I mean, there's I made of a cigar years ago. <laughs> Were you here? It was before you. It was before me. But, okay. I made a pie cigar. But you revived the pie. For pie night. Pie night? I was going to say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. pie night is November. Did we have cigars for that? We made pie cigars? Yeah, you made a, a band and okay. brought some to pie night. Ah, okay, so yeah, I made Wheels of 50 years ago for that one day. The problem that happens is it's March. It's not all that busy to begin with. Yeah. And you have actually one short day to sell that cigar. I think we sold it the day before <laughs> and the day of yeah. or whatever. And I go, it's just not enough. It's like Candela. It's St. Patrick's Day, yeah. which also can fall at the oh, same yeah. time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had the green uh, Dos Hombres for a while. Yes. Right? yes. Yeah. yeah, which was a full-bodied. Yeah. I was surprised because Dos Hombres t- tend not to be full-bodied. But. So I wonder if the, the, the wrapper was so untaste, it's so mild, mm-hmm. right? It's green, it's so yeah. mild, that it brought out the flavors of the strength of, of, and I believe that was the Nicaraguan. We used the Nicaraguan uh, fillers of the Nicaraguan Dos Ombre yeah, with, the candela. It with the candela. Yeah, yeah. Um, and March 14th is also another day that we'll leave our audience to look it up. Bad, naughty stuff. Naughty which, stuff. Which is obviously what this guy's like going with. Yeah. <laughs> what he was going with. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we, did, we missed that. No, the it's eyes a pie are day. the 15th. Pie day oh, the 15th. way more important. <laughs> I think it has something to do with steak or I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe on the... Not the regular dictionary. The urbans? It might be on the urban dictionary. Yeah. Oh. If you search it, you'll find it. But 314. 314.141, yeah. 1592653. Yeah. How far can you go with that? That's as far as I can go. That's it. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> on, in 2015, I took a picture on my watch at the at that to moment? seven digits of pi because, All right. you know, we're bored. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> the, only reason I remember it. the comedians oh. have in New England, if you're ever up in the area the the day before Thanksgiving, the, the Wednesday night is Rookie a night. night. Yep, a Giggles Comedy Club. Yeah, yeah. And they, they, they all come from everywhere to, to show for that. You can't get a seat. Nope. Sometimes we just can't get in. <laughs> no. We're no. not invited. No. Yeah. We can get in if we tried. Yeah. BYOP? Yeah. yeah. Bring your own pie? Bring your own pie. And you, it, you know, they uh, award the best pie every year. And they got, <laughs> and they got it wrong because Ed brought a fabulous pie with a waste yeah, you brought that. And well, I, I boycotted it ever since that time because hmm. mine was the best pie. I yeah. know it was. You know it was. Oh yeah, it was a key lime, key lime, oh, and yeah. I made a macadamia coconut crust. Yeah, it, it was oh. sublime. You played to win. Yeah, yeah. it was fantastic. As, as Unbeatable. And then I was told, "Well, you haven't put your time in." Yeah. Oh shit! it's an old boys' just club. Like, yeah. This pie night. <laughs> it is. <laughs> As is the Ash Holes Deal of the Week, the Dave Six-Pack, yeah. uh, which I have right here. 
And we are smoking the Rocky Patel Dark Star Toro. It's $11.69 for the cigar. It is included in Dave's six-pack, so uh, you'll get one of those. Uh, I would say my favorite Maduro cigar um, is here. It's the Legiana Maduro Toro. That is a $10 cigar. Camacho Broadleaf Toro. Mm. Broadleaf Toro. Yeah, so we went, we went when we did this list, we went through and looked at cigars that – Look strong, but they're not that strong. Right. And so this is one so far, there's not a strong one there. Montosa yep. Maduro Toro, Cigar of the Year two years ago, $7.49. An unbelievable bargain, $7.49. And a approachable Maduro cigar, not a problem in strength, as is Jose Dominguez Maduro Gordito. That is a $7.49. Look at that. It's two two. Back-to-back $7.49 Maduro cigars, great value, and arguably the best Perdomo there is, is the Perdomo 10th Anniversary Epicure Maduro. Right. Which is cigar cigar of the year also. Not as mild as the rest of them, but not as strong. (laughs) But milder than the rest of the 10-year anniversary. Yeah. So there's a 10-year Connecticut called the Champagne. Stronger than the sun- ten. Yeah. yeah, it's stronger <laughs> than the Maduro version. So perfect, by the way. Set of you, you That's what I are scared of Maduro cigars. Ten dollars and thirty nine cents. So everything here is a great value, by the way. Fifty six yeah. ninety four. But to make it even better, and you should try these Maduros, especially if you don't like Maduros. These are the ones you should try. $45.99, you go to twoguyscigars.com, the number twoguyscigars.com, in the search bar, hit Dave's. Could you put ash holes? Uh, I wouldn't. No? I would put Dave, Dave's with an apostrophe yeah. S, Dave's one word with an S, or the cheat code is to go to samplers and get, or go to gift packs on the top of the menu, right when you're on the homepage, and it'll take you to all of our gift all packs, right. including... The but it's only the for the Ashholes. That's right. Listeners. A lot of, That's a, it. A lot of Ashholes took advantage last uh-huh. week with the uh, the Atabay in there. Uh, so that that was a big Dave, one, yeah. I've got a question for you. Is a scared a word? A scared. Yeah. <laughs> that, that used to be a thing. Yeah, right? I'm, 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 not I'm, a sca- I'm, I'm not a scared. I'm not a scared, and I'm, I am a scared. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know if that was a New England thing with Sounds the like scared. It. I'm, I certainly have used it many a times. <laughs> what are you, a scared? Yes, I can tell you. Are you a scared for the top? Five? I'm a scared. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Here is today's top five list. All right. Today's top five list is the top five most expensive paintings. This is kind of a, a, a mixed list. Because Why? Why? Well, I don't know. Yeah. I think painted Maduros. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, well, usually they tie in together. We have the top five yeah, I went a little painting off. prices. I went off the rails. I mean, what are you going to go? Dark- I must have been listening to. Top five to- darkest jokes. Like, it's, I must have been. Play. I must have been listening to some. Uh, podcast it's hard to talk about art in the background mm, this week. i think you were so uh coming in at number five this is 17a by jackson pollock which is very similar to every other jackson Just pollock a mess yeah. of splattered uh, now here's the, yeah more streaking splatter i, than I gotta stop it here for a second because ed sullivan early was showing me a painting and telling me that, home that's what it that, was that's where it yeah. came from yeah. that was that that's that was that, that. that. 
250 million dollars. Put like, put James to work. That piece like, of shit is 250 million dollars. It's aesthetically pleasing, but it's not two point two and a half million dollars. <laughs> it's, it's like the like, same like a pile of shit to me. What's the difference between or a Jackson Pollock and the Van Halen album cover? They're pretty similar, right? You know, they're more lines. You know, mm-hmm. Pollock uh, is a fish. Yeah, Pollock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a white fish. Yes, it's white fish. Pollock. Yeah, it's a cheaper mm-hmm. a version paddock? of a haddock. Or haddock. Oh, That's what I'm thinking, haddock. Yeah, yeah. You uh, know the fake crab legs? They're made out of Pollock. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Then you've got Scrod. Scrod. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's you a know good what Scrod is? Cod. It's fish. It's it's whatever you want it to be. Oh, it's fish like of the week. Including of the day, yeah. Pollock. It's like a hot dog? <laughs> nah. Yeah. So there'd be haddock on the menu and then there'd Listen, be scrawd. We've got, say, oh, I'll get we've got a seafood expert. Isn't it a sizing more than a varietal? That's a yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's about a size. Friend. But Pollock is used as... as, as Usually as, it's haddock or scrawd or uh, cod, Cod right? is a scrawd. Cod, scrawd. It's, it's, it's a make-up. It's made up. It's yeah. totally made <laughs> up. But the old people order it all the time. You got to have it. I it, want well, that baked scrawd with those Ritz crackers. Well, it's Lent. Fish on Fridays. <laughs> there we go. It's Lent. So uh, number four is the card players. Oh, not, I love this painting. No, it's, it's not the one you think dogs. of with the dogs. <laughs> Poker dogs. No, no, it's not the no one the that is worth no. it. No, but it, I, it should be because yeah. I, I feel like more people know it. You talk about influencing paintings. I, I looked it up. I had never seen this painting yeah. before in my life. It's by uh, <laughs> like, Paul yeah. Cezanne, and it was sold for three hundred and twenty-five. Million dollars. Million. Wow. Uh, what number- can you get for that dog one with playing the cats? I don't know. Lot. Yeah. I think the dog one from Goodfellas. You got one dog going one way, one dog <laughs> going the other way. But uh, number three is Interchange by Willem de Kooning. Which is no idea. Kooning. It's, it's kind of similar to the Jackson Pollock, but a little bit more structure. Three hundred and seventy million. Well, you got to pay extra then with structure. Yeah, a little bit of structure. And now we're going into the big boys. We're going to the, and they're both by the same artist. Three hundred seventy million. Ain't both the big boys. Holy both shit. by Leonardo da Vinci. There's the Caprio. Right no, not the Caprio. Da Vinci. No, nor, and not the Ninja Turtle either. Uh, different, <laughs> different Leonardo. The Salvatore Mundi. Basically, this is a painting of Jesus. Jesus. Uh, you know, yeah, apparently. But the this is the famous big. one that everybody has hanging on there. Not, not quite. But no. it's, it's not the, not the double blue. point. You've probably seen it before. All right. Yeah. Uh, 537 million it sold for in 2017. And at number one, I guess really no surprise. Yeah, but did that sell? Yeah, it did sell. It went to a, 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 that actually did have a sale. Was it real or was it a forgery? So the, it was real. Though. The museum <laughs> bought it. For I've seen those much. stories. <laughs> yeah. No, n- the number one. I don't think it was a sale. I don't know how they they got a hold of this, the, mm. but it, the, its value. That's why this list was kind of wonky with the yeah. thing. But number one is the Mona Lisa, estimated at value of nine hundred and seventy million dollars. But it's just estimated. Yeah, that one. Is Everything it, else is sale. Yeah. I'm, I don't it's think it's for no, sale. No, no, it's not even very big either. It's a no, it's disappointment a, if you go yeah. see it. Kind of, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, tiny, tiny little painting. Yep. Just had some uh, what soup thrown at it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's got shield on it. It's yeah. got you know three feet of bullet bulletproof yeah, glass because of protesters. <laughs> because they like it's to make almost a, a billion dollars. Yeah. yeah, the Mona Lisa, and it'll never sell. And it'll never sell, right? Oh. And all these people are dead. Da Vinci's pretty dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jackson pretty, Pollock is probably, probably the youngest uh, of this group, and he's dead. Usually it's not yeah, worth anything until right? the guy dies, like yeah. mm-hmm. which is the whole problem with the whole art business. Yeah. That, yeah. As the artist. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
that yeah, you your be stuff dead. isn't valuable till you you're dead. gone. Yeah. Yeah. So what about Picasso was alive when his paintings That's, were worth money, right? Uh, yeah, not the kind of money. Andy there, Warhol, no. Dali, yes, Salvador Dali. Yeah, I don't know. Walt Disney. I don't know, but it's time to review the cigar we have here, which is the Rocky Patel RP Dark Star. And this just came Doc. out this year. Dark Star. Yeah, it came Doc. out, uh, I think, right. Uh, we got it right before the end of the year last year. All so. right. So uh, it could be a contender for the cigar of the year if it's up there uh, in any kind of number. But let's go with Aaron. He looks okay. like he's ready to go. Yep, I've got my number. I gave it a 90. Jackson right. Pollock died in 1956 at I the age of really 44 right. years old. Yeah, they're all he was dead. young. All right, I'm going to go next, and I got an 89. Cool. So what's that coming 90, off the top of your? That's so scary. The, the yeah, darkness, blood that's dripping the down. Maduro oh, seeping I mean, it's scary. scary. Yeah, scary. Yeah. Don't be afraid What'd of the dark. With? It's an eighty-nine. Well, turns out Dave is absolutely correct. Yeah. Well, I went with an eighty-nine and a half. <laughs> wow. Which so. is which is a hundred percent correct. Yeah. With a ninety and an eighty-nine. Well, is 80, well no, I don't know. See, at the first third, dragged down the, his. Oh yeah, ninety yeah. below that. Little little teeny He's a little high. The first third was an 89 for me, but once it hit that like five-inch right. mark, it kind of boosted up. Well, I'm still so, uh, plenty so to going go, so yeah. I'm going to keep going after the show is over. Very smoothly um, embodied. We were messing around with it before we got here today, and we got more messing around to, to go because next week um, we are going to do the pre-show of the Expo Conference. The Expo Conference oh is going to be when? It's going to be a... It's going to be at 7 p.m. live on the Cigar Authority mm-hmm. YouTube channel. On next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But we are going live on the Ashles, of course, at 4 o'clock. So we're going to have the pre-show Whoa. for yeah. the pre-show. So you it's, might find out some stuff. You might maybe get a little teaser of what you can expect. We'll be gearing up for it. And then... Um, so you know how to get to the Ashles, but... To catch the Cigar Authority, you got to go to the Facebook or YouTube. Yeah, you can. If of you're that, that if, at seven p.m. Yeah, yes. seven p.m. If you Eastern. so, if you're uh, <laughs> if you're listening via audio, like if you're downloaded, I don't think we're going to do this as an episode. We generally don't. Right. Put it so up. the only way you're going to be able to find the Cigar Authority for the Expo Press Conference would be on the YouTube, Facebook, or Rumble. Correct. You can find it on any of those platforms, and then if you want to watch the regular show on there, you can also subscribe if you're listening via audio, That's iTunes, subscribe. Spotify. Subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> All right. So that, that'll be that. Uh, stick around, everybody, because the Quirky Dog Podcast is next. <laughs> don't Does touch that, that dial. No, it doesn't, it work, doesn't like work like that. They don't even air today. They're coming up and they're work. ready to do their show. So you just go to the quirkydog.com. No, you don't do that either. You have to go to... Uh, I search for it on the YouTube or the Facebook. Put a smoke signal up. This is not how it used to work in the 60s when I watched it. No, that was TV. This <laughs> isn't TV. It's a new medium. We'll see you next week. Opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.